podcasting from Harrisburg, the capital of Pennsylvania. Hello and welcome to Sanity Sessions for Sisters, keeping it together when you want to fall apart, a forum for women of color to discuss mental health and well-being topics. This is your host, Dr. Dawn Galette Crossan, a native of Philadelphia and a licensed psychologist and certified trauma therapist. And while I'm excited that you have tuned in, and I hope that you glean from this podcast, it is not to be substituted for a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. What's up, my people? Welcome to Sanity Sesh, Episode 3. Thanks so much for listening in. This week, we want to take a look at building our tribe. Building our tribe. So one of the things that I often hear my clients ask in session is how do you develop a positive support system? In other words, how do you develop what I and many others call a tribe? Having a positive support system can be extremely beneficial when you're trying to rebuild or repair mental health. When you're trying to walk into a state of well-being, having a healthy support system, a group of people, can be super helpful because in times when we really need that support, they can be in our corner, they can encourage us, they can help us to propel forward, cry with us, laugh with us, hold our hands, celebrate with us, all that. And they can truly be a source of strength. When we think about a support system, we are referring to our core group of people, those people that we share almost everything with. So it's important that that group of people be healthy and align with our values and help us to be our best version of ourselves. Now, many of us may believe that friendships should develop organically or naturally, that we shouldn't have to put in effort. I used to think that too, but the research actually shows different. Making an effort to build or develop a support group is really how true, lasting relationships are built. When developing our tribe, we want to consider three tips today. So we're going to look at three tips. First, we're going to look at checking ourselves to make sure we are not the toxic person. So we're going to examine, do a little bit of self-reflection, and make sure that we are healthy ourselves. Second, we want to identify toxic people that may already be in our lives. And we're going to talk a little bit about some ideas on how to manage that. And thirdly, we want to explore being our authentic, true selves. First, let's examine ourselves. In doing that, let's just be real and ask ourselves this question. Am I toxic? Am I toxic? All of us at some point has done something that may be considered toxic. Instances here and there where we didn't present as the best friend that we could be or when we were negative, or even jealous of our friends' accomplishments, and may not have been the most supportive. I think if we are all honest, we have had those moments, all of us. No perfect people here, and no perfect friends here, right? But when I refer to being toxic, I'm talking about a constant state or pattern of unhealthy, unproductive, unsupportive, negative, critical interactions with people, and especially with those that we consider to be our tribe. Behaviors that erode away at our relationships over a course of time. Am I that friend that is never really happy for others or struggle to celebrate my girl's accomplishments? Am I constantly negative and tearing down folk? Am I that friend that wants my girls to listen to me when I'm going through something, but I'm not really there for them when they need me? Do I find myself constantly competing and comparing myself to my friends? Again, 
if we are all honest, we've done some of these things, but we are talking about a pattern of behavior, a consistent practice of these negative actions and relationships, not instances here or there, but a constant practice. If you fall in this category, don't beat yourself up. It just means that you have some work to do, as we all do. You may want to consider seeing a licensed mental health professional or a life coach to begin to address these issues. But if we are engaging in toxic behaviors on the regular, it's going to be really hard to build a healthy tribe. Most healthy, supportive people won't tolerate mistreatment and may lead a relationship as it can be draining and corrosive. Looking inwards and doing the necessary work will allow us to be the best versions of ourselves and begin to make authentic and true connections. Brene Brown, in her book, The Gifts of Imperfection, I love her work, talks about six types of people that we should never be friends with. And this is an excellent resource for self-reflection and doing the inside work. Next, let's talk about toxic people that may already be in our lives and ways to manage them. One of the reasons we want to look at this is because constant contact with toxic people can negatively influence the way we think, feel, and behave. So if we're building our tribe, we want to make room in our lives for healthy people. Also, if we are working on ourselves in an effort to be healthier, we may want to limit interaction with the people in our lives that exhibit toxic behaviors. People that are toxic may emotionally exhaust us, constantly criticize us, give backhanded compliments, minimize our accomplishments, and we often leave their presence feeling worse than we did before we interacted with them. Sometimes we, ref- we refer to them as haters, y'all, haters, and you know who your haters are. These people will have consistently demonstrated that they're not really for us. Every now and then we may get a glimpse of some positive interactions with them, but for the most part, most of our interactions are exhausting and negative, and they're not really for us. Now, I want to be careful with this. Because sometimes if a person doesn't necessarily agree with everything that we do, we want to think that they're not for us. So we may think because they don't agree or see eye to eye with everything that we want to do or how we think, we might think they're not for us. And so I'm not talking about that kind of person because there's going to be times where people in our lives are going to see things differently and have differing opinions and are comfortable enough with us to disagree with us. And that's okay. Those people aren't necessarily against you. They just may have a different point of view. And they may even reveal some things to you before you make a decision or go down a certain path. We're not talking about that. True friends or a true tribe member will challenge us. And they should challenge us. Because without the challenge, we can remain complacent and we may not engage in active and productive change. We want people in our tribes that will be honest with us and not co-sign on unhealthy and unproductive behaviors. Once you have identified those relationships, it's important to put boundaries in place. Sometimes a discussion with the person about the relationship can be helpful. Oftentimes, people may not realize that they are being toxic. Therefore, a discussion with the person about their interactions may be useful and bring about a change in a relationship. Sometimes a conversation with the person is not so productive. If they are extremely toxic, they may lack self-awareness and not validate your feelings. If you decide to maintain some sort of connection with them, you may want to examine how much contact you will have and what types of information you are comfortable with sharing. 
If someone has used information that you shared in a moment of vulnerability against you, or if they have been insensitive or inattentive in a moment of vulnerability, then you may want to consider avoiding those intimate personal topics when talking with them. I'm a firm believer, y'all, that people have to earn the right to hear your story. If someone has repeatedly failed to come through in sensitive times, you may want to change the nature of the relationship and interactions. They may be great to have a cup of coffee with or go shopping with, but they may not be a good person to go to in times when you are hurting or seeking out support. Another boundary to consider may be limiting the interactions that you have with the person. So if you talk to them several times a day, you may want to decrease it to once a day or once every few days. And if all else fails and you still find yourself being deeply affected in a negative manner by the toxicity, then a hard cut off or at least an extended time apart to put some distance between you and the person may be needed. Lastly, let's talk about being our authentic self and how it relates to developing our tribe. Again, Dr. Brene Brown speaks a great deal about this concept and wholehearted living. Her work is amazing. I can't get enough of her and her research that she shares. She gives a lot of insight and depth on being our true selves. She provides applicable everyday examples that we can look to as to how we can develop this area of our lives and to be true to ourselves. She speaks a lot about self-compassion, self-love and acceptance of our faults, as well as the faults of others. These are crucial for healthy relationships. Dr. Brown's definition speaks about our authentic self being when we are emotionally honest and set boundaries and allow ourselves to be vulnerable. She also notes that this is not something that you just wake up and do, but it is a constant practice. So it requires doing some of the inner work. For me, it's when what we say align with our actions and we are not pretending or faking to meet the expectations of others or this idea of who we are supposed to be versus who we really are. It's about being real, y'all, and resisting the need to compromise to fit in. I would also add it's about owning who you are and being transparent with yourself. We can't be real with others if we are not real with ourselves. When we are able to embrace ourselves and accept ourselves for who we truly are, we will emanate genuineness, and that is key in finding our tribe. Well, there you have it, this week's Sanity Sesh. I hope you enjoyed our time together. Subscribe to our podcast on Google Play, Spotify, or iTunes, and connect with us at sanitysessionsforsisters at gmail.com. And don't forget to join me next week for our Sanity Sesh. Stay healthy, and remember, change your thinking, change your life.